today i hope everybody had a great weekend i hope you guys got some rest hopefully you didn't get too fucking drunk i got my ass eaten out by ants hot it really is unfortunate that i can't even god damn it hold on hold on hold on we're good oh, um, no. are you gonna put that back on your bottle yeah i am oh my disgusting god. and it didn't even land uh face up it was <gasps> face down it's fine it's fine it's not okay but it's okay but yeah Weekend was good. Had some good chats. I found my new best friend. You did. I sure did. There's there's very few people. I meet a lot of people, I feel, you know, either through my own orbit or, you know, my network's orbit, that sort of thing. You're, and you're a very social butterfly. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really want to analogize myself to a butterfly yeah, because yeah, I are. hate butterflies. But yeah, kind of. I've, I've been, this is the biggest uh, social network I think I've ever had since college, but this one is a lot more meaningful. I had a lot of relationships and friendships in college, but it was just, I mean, I, there were some people I never saw sober. I only saw when I was fucked up, Hmm. you know, uh, we would only be doing shots together. We would never, you know, have a deep and meaningful, I didn't know their last name, but we were best friends, you know, when you're fucked up on tequila, but this is a lot different. Um, I feel like I have a higher standard for the people I keep close to me. If I really enjoy your company or I find you're a valuable person or just like a good hearted, kind soul, whatever. Yeah. But there's this girl that I've, she was a friend of, she's Will's friend, but she's my friend now. And I would see her occasionally at group functions, but, and and we're, we're always drawn to each other because we're like both like, not bragging, but we're both like cool chicks. You know, she's not Mm -hmm. like, 
eh, she's not like one of those. She's very grounded. She's very logical. She's a lawyer. So, you know, she's got some bite to her, a criminal defense lawyer. So, you know, she, she, she knows what's up. She's a cool bitch. So we gravitate towards each other. And then finally, this time I was like, we need to fucking hang out like without all these assholes because we only hang out in the presence of 12 other people. Sure. We need to do a private hang. You know, she's the one that went to uh, Stetson with Dan, not his year, but remembers him. And she knew about the Diacos. She's just well versed. She's from the area. She fucking gets it. She's cool as shit. It's unusual when you meet a woman in her 30s, mid 30s who has a boyfriend and has had this same boyfriend, lives with them for three years, okay. has no intention of getting married, has no intention of having a family. And I went, huh. In two years, she'll be married and have a kid. Most likely, <laughs> perhaps. But she's been, she said, you know, she's been a serial monogamist. But okay. of what she's told me, she was like, listen, I've had a lot of serious relationships. She's like, I have no intention of having any children. And, and it, which is weird because you look at her and she looks very conventional. Like, everything about her is very conventional. Okay. So, um, like, pretty, blonde. You just think, oh, she has a nice boyfriend. He's handsome. She's a lawyer. She's got it going on. You're just thinking this bitch is going to have a family. She's she's set up. She's making good money. Um, doesn't want to have a family. So she kind of has this, like, uh, unconventional kick to her, which I like. Not necessarily that I want to surround myself with people who don't want to have a family, but it was it surprised me and it intrigued me at the same time. Okay. So, you know, we talked about that. We talked about, uh, you know, the, the, the pieces of shit that she's had to defend and how she deals with that moral conundrum and all that sort of stuff. So she's just a very interesting person. And I, you know, every once in a blue moon, I pick someone out, especially, you know, if it's a female, especially. And I go, you, I choose you, Pikachu. Uh, I was like, we need to be friends, like actual friends and not just see each other three times a year when uh, Dan's throwing a pool party. Yeah, yeah. So we get along really well. So that was kind of that. I would say one of the highlights of the weekend. And cool. then I got, you know, I get demolished by ants and get 30 bites Actually, within uh, 10 minutes. Buzzer Bob was just saying in the chat that he just woke up in good morning. So he missed all your ass eating talk. Yeah, I got my ass eaten by bugs. <laughs> Literally, like not in my ass, please. But like on my ass, it's completely just demolished by bug bites. It looks mm-hmm. horrendous. And then some of them like. I guess they're ant bites, but they look like pimples. So it makes it even worse because then they have like pimple heads. They form a pustule. A pustule. I have pustules all over my body. Yes. I like diseased and it's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't like looking at myself. You're well, infe- more than usual. You're all infected. I'm infected. It's not nice. Actually, a pustule is not infected. Well, but they say they say not to to pop them because they could get infected. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You can't you can't be walking around with like the, a little tip like that and not it's oh, impossible. Yeah, you know, you have to pop. Especially it. when it's on a place you can reach. Like they're all on my leg. Like I can get all of them. I'm not yeah. gonna just let a pustule like looks like it's about to pop and you just you're not gonna pop, please. Who has that kind of self control? No please, one I've please, met. Please, please, please. I wish I knew what that was from, but I don't. I do. Um that's nice. Uh <laughs> during the show, if you missed the big show, we were asked to rate each other's intelligence rank rank each you're smart you would know that shut the fuck up Blitz. oh sorry list from dumbest to smartest each of us and um i i definitely scored lower than i i knew i would score lo- lower than i i should probably be 
And as soon as I gave my and, and Bubba left intelligence very open ended. He yes. didn't say street smarts. He didn't say you're good at math. He didn't say you're good at problem solving. He's like, however you define intelligence, you rank I think your coworkers it, from dumbest to smartest. To smart, yeah. He said the smartest, not intelligent. Well, that's people. I I know, but that's I, I brought that thing. up, and he was like, I didn't say intelligence. So well, how how would you differ smartness from intelligence? Like to me, that's the, the same. It, it's concept. very it's very similar, but intelligence you could actually like rank because there's uh, IQ a, test. Yeah. So then what, how do you, so you're saying smart is more open, is more, more vague? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't think so at all. Well, if you're smart, you'd know that. Uh, well, that's not true. That's simply not oh. true. Um, because IQ only measures like your your intelligence, not your EQ, which I don't right. know if there's a test for that. There might be. I guess it's there, just if you have autism and they're like, okay, well, not yeah. great. But uh, the brain is very compartmentalized. We all know this. Anywho, we were asked to rank our fellow coworkers from dumbest to smartest. Yep. And I knew Dan would, would top everybody's list because sure. you just kind of got to, you just kind of got to give that one to him you know mm-hmm. if you contest that then it's just all hell's gonna break loose which is right. fine i'm just happy to do that but uh it's just interesting that you know everyone thinks that you're smarter than me that's interesting to me well, i mean most people know me interesting oh yeah that's nice nice yeah. um which was which was fine but as soon as i gave my ranking and i put myself above you then i was called a narcissist then it well, was like true. oh i, mean, yeah. I don't think she's better but Blitz can happily put himself above me and pretty much everybody else, and and then that's fine, no big deal. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry sexism because that's what a little bitch would do. But I'm just saying it's annoying. Oh okay. Well, we're we're ranking smartest. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for man- breaking that can, down for me. Can I explain that? To oh, you? are you gonna mansplain it to me? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, die or hate you. Um. Yeah. So that was interesting. No big deal. It's cool. I wonder if people. It is interesting because I feel like a lot of people put themselves higher on the list. I mean, there was there was like a general kind of like these people were at the bottom. These people yeah. were in the middle. These people were at the top. Mm-hmm. But even within that, the little deviation that there was, people seem to put themselves higher on the list. They seem to um, yeah. the, the only overestimate one that I kinda, their the, intelligence. The maybe? only one that I felt like bad about was Rhett. And only because like I don't know Rhett well enough to actually, to actually rank him. Mm-hmm. So by default, he got to the bottom of the list. Um, I don't know Rhett super, super well. I think he's he's intelligent, but he's immature because he's young. And, and I, and I kind of added that in as long. So, like, sometimes there's a level of, like, I remember when we were at the bone, he would do stuff, and I'd be like, Rhett, what are you fucking, what are you doing? And you'd just be like, it was almost like a blindness. He's like, oh, I didn't realize I had to do that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then you go, oh, that's right, you're 20. I it's forgot. Like, oh, that's right, you're a kid. Right, yeah. right. But I don't think Rhett is dumb at all. I don't, I don't think so either. And I and it is interesting because maturity is like really hard to not maybe not really hard. It's it's not hard to define because obviously there's a definition for it, but there it's it's very nuanced if that makes sense. Yes. You know, like you're just like that's something a kid would do. Yeah. Um versus like and I'm not saying like oh I'm so mature. It's more of just like uh you're you're weathered. And I, I maybe you're you're a tad bit more sensitive to things. I feel like when you're younger at least I can speak for myself when it comes to being like a considerate person, there was just like a, like a blindness. It, that's the only way I can describe it. Like I wasn't raised doing chores, which both my parents regret not giving me chores. So when I was in college, I was the worst roommate ever. Cause I just wouldn't do anything. Cause I was just like, I, I just, that's not what I do. Yeah, like things just used to get done. They just used to get done. And even though, you know, you ask, you can ask me and be like, well, it's not done. How does it get done? I would obviously say, well, someone has to do it, but I would just try to, 
skirt around it. I didn't. Mm. I don't know. It's you're just you're just an idiot. You're just a, a dumb young idiot. But um, but yeah, it was just it was interesting, and that's fine. That's fine that my coworkers think that I'm 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 dumber than I actually am. It is what it is. It hurt my feelings a little bit, but that's okay. It's fine. My pustule is bothering me right now. Yeah, well, you're sitting on twenty seven of them. Or however many I know. You I tried said. to aloe vera willing myself up, but it's 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 very. As soon as I just look at them or think I don't about think aloe, them, aloe is not going to do much. Well, it helps with like the burning and stuff like that. So. And it helps with bee stings and, and bug bites and stuff, but maybe I need something a little extra strength. Hydrocortisone. I have that somewhere. Maybe I gave it to <laughs> Bubba and never got a return. That's no problem. That's no problem. Um, there were a few things so that why, I wanted. Hold on. Why do, why do you think you rank so high? I think, well, now I'm just going to sound like a, a braggadocious asshole. Narcissist. That's fine. I think I have a, a few different things. I think I'm pretty resourceful. Okay. Um, I think I'm, I think that I'm intelligent when it comes to memorizing like facts and stuff like that. I was actually talking things of that nature. I was actually talking to K-Man today about you and dates because you were bringing, like we were talking about the world war two stuff and Hitler and all that. And I remember that from like 10th grade. Like that's not, I know. And I was, I was very impressed. Yeah. I mean, there's a few, I'm a few dates. I can remember. I can remember birthdays and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm good at dates, but that doesn't make you smart. Like, there's idiot savants who are, sure. you know, and they're like, well, when was July 16th, 1965? They're like, Thursday. Mm-hmm. I would see this on Sally, Jesse, Raphael all the time. And they were no. always right. No, I don't know it, but there's actually an equation that makes it pretty easy to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they they, they left that magic trick open-ended, so um, it was more impressive, I guess, than it actually was. But... I think that I was also judging intelligence on the whole. Like, I think, you know. On the whole, of course. Yes. W H O L E. Never mind. Um, I think that when it comes to intelligence and form in, in, in the way that most people think of it as like um, problem solving, you're good at math, you're, mm-hmm. you're resourceful, uh, memorizing facts. Like those are the sorts of things when you say, well, what is what is intelligence? What is smartness? Who is smart? What, how do you define? Sure. Smart? That's usually what comes up. OK, but I took a more like broad approach when and i know that some people can test me on this but i think yeah, that i'm a broad approach i get it you look at, <laughs> look at the whole and take a broad approach i get it but i think that I know, I know what you're saying i can read between the lines but i think that when we factor in like eq i think i'm and again i sometimes i miss the mark but i think with eq i'm i'm pretty high i'd score uh i actually higher agree. than average much I, higher than I average agree. But again, like I'm not saying I'm the smartest, most you know, the smartest person ever, the most intelligent person ever. But again, when we factor in everything, I I thought I'm pretty much up there. But you got to give mm-hmm. Dan number one. You just fucking you can't contest that. He's gonna throw a fit. He's gonna call you an idiot. He's gonna just start talking. So about are hydroxy. you saying you don't necessarily agree with that? But you're no, just I think there. Dan. I think Dan's very bright. I think Dan's I, very I, bright. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But and and his brothers would tell you, you know, apparently he's not the most street smart person. Oh yeah, no, I know some stories. But when it comes to when what most people quantifies an intelligent person dan well, there's is. no question yeah yeah doctor so. dr Diaco, doctor please. doctor dan diaco Esquire. yeah of course of course of course of course so here's the other thing yeah so his his second doctor doctorate is in law so so you wouldn't call him doctor doctor and end in esquire because that's you could only it's redundant right so, so i think doctor you could say esquire. doctor esquire or doctor doctor but not esquire just, just give him we the double have, doctor esquire have, kicker. Okay. Just fucking, you just, you just go. Just, just like you gave him number one, you're gonna give him that too. Yeah, oh just, my you gotta God. just give you. the baby a lollipop. You know what I mean? It's okay. not worth the fight. Right. It's really not worth the fight. But 
A lot of thing, a lot of interesting things happened over the weekend. I do want to get into this because you know I'm I'm known for my conspiracy theory. Uh, you know my love of conspiracy theories. I suppose mm-hmm. Clinton body count added Uh-oh. again. Now again, this could be. I try to even though I love conspiracies because they're fun. It is also important to be like, do I already have a hypothesis or sorry, rather a conclusion? And now I'm just using evidence and and picking data to support sure. my hypothesis or my conclusion. Like most conspiracy people do. Like most anybody does. They're like, I'm right. And look, here's a data point showing that yes. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Possibly, but also maybe not. I got this article here from the Christian Science Monitor. Tell- <laughs> from what is this? The you, the sun, you know, um, yeah. but apparently Christopher Sign is dead at 45. Who is this guy? Apparently, he was a TV anchor who wrote a Bill Clinton expose. Apparent suicide. Huh. I don't know. So here's kind of how I look at that, too, though. Yeah. Is I think that there's a ton of people that have done stories on Clinton. Mm -hmm. And when one of those commits suicide, it's like, oh, look, he, he reported on the Clintons once. Like, this guy, did this guy do, like... Yeah, tons of stuff. Well, or? it looks like he wrote a book. Okay, well that's that's more um, than just news reporting. Penned a book about a secret tarmac meeting between Bill Clinton and then attorney Attorney General Loretta Lynch in June 2016. Secret on the tarmac was published in 2019, and I guess he killed himself. Uh, okay, so he recently. did more. Okay, so he did more than just reporting. Then he was like really involved. He wrote a book about it. Yeah. Kinda, okay. Now, now that book is good. It's really sad because yeah. the sales on that book are just going to go through yeah. the roof, and he's not going to be able to be around to yep. enjoy it. Reap um, the rewards. Yeah, it was really interesting. Actually, this weekend I started thinking about suicide, not committing it, Aww. not committing it. But it was always like a uh, evolutionary conundrum, like mm-hmm. a, a riddle, if you will, why humans even commit suicide, and suicide is actually pretty fucking common it you know considering that your whole purpose as a biolog not your fucking god relax i'm not talking about god but at, biologically speaking you're on this planet to do two things and that is to survive and survive to the point of reproduction i thought i was eating sleep <laughs> i thought i was eating kratos <laughs> uh no but but that actually contributes to sure. survival and of reproduction of yeah, course yeah. Eating Fritos, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's basically what every, every action you've ever made is is dedicated to one of those two things. It may not seem obvious at first, but you dig a little bit deeper and you're like, oh, I did get the car to impress the girl to fuck her to have a kid, whatever. So um, I actually looked up this weekend about suicide in, in the animal kingdom and how common it is and if we're the only animals that do it. And what'd you find? It's hard because you can't really ask an animal why it's killing itself. Right. So there are there's been evidence of like perfectly healthy physically healthy at least animals that have oh. like drowned themselves like dogs that have drowned themselves and stuff like that and i guess they although they appear healthy they can often have like a, a fucking broken brain just like humans do there's I, mentally ill dogs and cats and animals so and- you just said about animals uh drowning themselves it made me think about because i was trying to think just now if there was any animals i could think of that would kill themselves what about like whales and stuff that beach themselves? Is that on purpose? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't know. Because sometimes they get them. caught. Right. But there's some that like literally you can see that like they go up on the beach on purpose. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I always thought the beached whales were, you know, the tide. There's something with the tide and then they get caught or they're following a, a per- usually they're looking for okay. food there's and the too. food gets too shallow yeah. and then they get fucking stuck. And okay. then 
It, it, that'd be so hilarious if they're like just trying to off themselves, like they're trying to Kevorkian themselves, <laughs> and, we're all and to then push we're pushing them back. They're like, no, I want to <laughs> die. Please, God, leave me alone. Um, but it it is hard to to know whether animals commit suicide. But there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of overlap between animals and us, and we are animals, so that would make sense. But like things like rape are pretty common. Things like mm-hmm. homosexuality is actually pretty pervasive in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Things that you'd think that oh, you know, maybe you're only characteristic of human, not necessarily the case. Questioning nature: Do animals commit suicide? Let's see what this article says. I don't know. It's a lot of reading. I should have probably read it beforehand, but a I did. So I'll just speculate. I'll just speculate for now. So we're not sure. We're not sure, but it is an interesting phenomenon. So back to this guy, Clinton body count. Oh, here he is. There's a picture of him with the signed book, 2019. Looks perfectly healthy, and then boom. That book's on eBay now for about 700 bucks. Are they even saying how he killed himself? It's always very interesting to me. To know Chris is to love Chris. He's death. What if I had I a dollar know. for every time I heard that? It's sad. Um, another interesting bit of information that came across my radar this weekend. Okay. Very interesting. Very intriguing information. Made me want to grab my lab coat immediately and my notebook. And a fresh pen. Yeah. Freshly sharpened pencil. What did you, what'd you learn? So I have a good friend. Um... A friend whose relationship I've often idolized, as hmm. I do, because I can't wait to hear we're, this we're, one. We're dumb, you know. We like, know what happens when you idolize a relationship. Oh, it's kind of like when I get involved in a hype train. It has a similar <laughs> effect. <laughs> yeah, has a similar effect. Oh, Anna's here for the hype train. Oh, we're not going to complete it in time. Yeah. Same thing. When I look up to a relationship, it's almost a, a guarantee that it's going to get fucked up. Oh no. When, and and I don't even have to audibly say anything. I don't even have to say you just, like you just have to I be really. Around. I just have to think. I just no. I just have to think it. If I think it, it's going to crumble. Like I thought my parents were really super secure, and then two weeks later, it ended. It hmm. it was it was demolished like a like a wrecking ball, fucking destroyed. But I had idolized that relationship my entire life, and I thought it was super strong, and I was wrong, and then it made me question everything. You know. Um, when something that you're really certain about ends up being untrue or ends up breaking apart, then the reason why my parents' divorce like had such an effect on me, there was a multiple reasons, but one of the main ones was I was so secure. I was so confident that, that was secure and I was wrong. So I'm like, well, if I was wrong about that and I was 100% certain on that, what else am I wrong about? What right. else don't I know? Like nothing is certain. What is life? Like it was this whole existential crisis Mm -hmm. because i was i was like i don't even know what's true and false anymore i don't trust my judgment on things now i should have just kept that sort of mindset in my back pocket but instead you you know you forget with time and i had a a a very close friend whose wedding i attended and they um got married obviously and have two children together and their their love story is one of epic proportions like we're talking transcontinental crossing the atlantic different time zones met in different countries maybe a little bit of infidelity upon hmm. the, ge- the genesis of their relationship maybe her husband was dating somebody uh, had a girlfriend of nine years and maybe cheated on that girl with my friend and 
ended up Jesus. leaving his old girlfriend for my friend and they ended up getting married and they got married in another so country he cheated on someone to get with her. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So, we'll I mean, that ends. was, that was, that was the, uh, that was the, um, what do you call it? The bait, not the basis, but not the, I don't want to say the foundation, but that's how the story started. And it was really interesting because I was at the wedding and when they were giving the speech about how they met and how romantic it was, <laughs> I was very curious to see how they were going to skirt around that one issue. He was like, yeah, I left my girlfriend at home and went and saw this bitch. Well, it, it was funny because like if I were them, I would just not talk about how we met. Right. I would leave that out completely because it seems it's like tainted. The way yeah. that they met was tainted. Like it was romantic. You could say, you know, it was romantic for us and we had a connection, but it was it was a dirty move. Mm-hmm. It was a dirty move. Um. I, my, me and my friend are very candid with one another. We don't skirt around issues. No, your friend with the girl. My friend was the girl. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, my friend was the girl, and when she told me what happened and how that they were, I didn't know if it was just like some fling. She was in the, she's was not from here, she's from a different country, came to the States to, to visit me, and uh, she had a friend in New York. Okay. She stopped in New York before she, we, we met up in Chicago. We, uh, but when she's in New York, she meets this guy. We'll call him Sam. She meets Sam. Diaco? Not Sam Diaco. Oh. A different one. She meets a Sam and, uh, they hit it off. You know, maybe they hook up. Turns out Sam has a live-in girlfriend of nine years. Oh. And he was doing. I mean, that's like a common law marriage at that point. Yeah. And he was a uh, German fellow. He's from Germany and he. Uh, was doing a year abroad, like his uh, maybe like his third year of law school or something okay. in, in New York. So this German girl like follows him, and I'm assuming she was like, "I'm sticking it out with this guy because he's going to be a lawyer and we're going to make some money." Of course. And I feel like you almost earned that position when you were someone for nine years, maybe. Yeah. Um, because you er- know, you're... earned not owed. Earned, yeah. not owed. Yeah, yeah, yeah earned like she stuck it out gotcha. she she let him you know there would be times where he'd be studying for days on end and she didn't have a boyfriend or whatever the case may be she earned her position you know my friend comes along steals his heart and they have a very romantic meeting and whatever and then i find out a few months later that you know a they're together romantic meeting yes that's how we're, that's the that's the uh what do you call it the pc way of saying it i suppose mm-hmm. um then she tells me about her new relationship with this fellow. And I was very impressed. I'm like, oh, shit, he's, like, moving to where you're going. Oh, wow. Try not to give too many uh, details. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, moves to her country, stays with her. And I was like, this is the most romantic shit I've ever heard of. I can't even date a guy who lives 20 minutes away because he's like, it's too far. Right. They're getting visas and passports together and possibly Multiple countries. maybe thinking about marriage because citizenship issues. Yeah. I mean, we got different time zones, different languages, different. I mean, he's a German, like a German German, and she's a Jew. So, I mean, you got even that element to it. I'm like, this is Hitler's worst nightmare. Yeah, I said that at the wedding. She's like, please stop. Oh, sorry. My bad. I, got too, I, had, I had too much wine. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Enjoy your day. Um, Can't take her anywhere. <laughs> so I really thought that their, and their wedding was amazing and everything like that. But when they first got together, I said to her, I said, listen, friend. Listen, sister girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said to her. Please, please. You know that 
there's a large possibility that he, or at least a potential that this guy is going to cheat on you just like he cheated on his last girlfriend. Of course. And she's a smart fucking girl, but sometimes even smart people can lie to themselves and say, no, I'm different. You don't understand, blah, blah. And I just go, shut the fuck up. Yeah. They're like, I'm a number two. And she said the perfect answer. She said, Anna, I know, and I'm willing to take the risk. Okay. At least she's reasonable. What do you, what can you say to that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. I know that that is a possibility. Yep. And I love him and I'm willing to take the risk. Yeah. I said, uh, I think my job here is done. No further questions. Yeah. Right? No, that's. What do you say? That's a perfect answer. It is. I'm aware of the risk. It's, it's my fault. It's my happen. responsibility. Yeah. It happened. Not my response. Like, it's not her fault. He cheats on her. Of but course. I'm willing to take the risk. I know this going in. This is how we met. He has the potential for this behavior, but I love him and I'm going to take a fucking chance. All right. Fair enough. Chris Daniels, 1966, 100 bits. Thank Mason you. Hod, 1,000 bits. And somebody, whoever they're asking, get the Wasser 10. Go ahead. What's that mean? They're asking questions. Oh. So then this weekend. Um, Slamming Phoebe's beef, 100 bits. I went for a little run, a little run ski. Okay. And I I said to Sister Girl, I you know, a song reminded me of her. So I, I, I texted her and she's like in a different country. She's got two kids. She's busy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those things where, like, we need a chat. We need a chat. And we fucking, the time different. Everything gets a, we both have fucking crazy schedules. Okay. So I texted her. I said, listen, I, uh, like, you're one of my best friends. I barely fucking talk to you anymore. That makes me sad. Like, I want to be somewhat connected to you in your life. I know you got kids. We can't always talk. But if you leave a voice note here and there on WhatsApp or we text back and forth, we don't necessarily need to, like, have a three-hour phone call because that's just kind of, you know, not feasible right now. But I want to feel, like, more connected to you. So she writes back to me, um, maybe like, I don't know, 12 hours later. And she says, you know, today is my, my daughter's birthday. I've been up since 5 a.m. making cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And let me just pull it up. Let me just. Homie with the big baloney, 200 bits. Let me just pull it up. Because, I mean, she was dropping like mad bombs. And I was like, what, what in the. F-? It's my daughter's birthday. I've been up since 5 a.m. making cupcakes. Okay. I also sort of made out with a random dude a couple weeks ago. Wait. You, this is your friend. Yeah, this is the this is the message. I say, can you give me an update on your life? I know it's hard to schedule time to chat, but maybe more texting. I want to be more connected to your life. So like it was just she's the. So she goes. One. I also sort of made out with a random dude a couple weeks ago. Blank knows we're all good, but yeah, that's my life at the moment. Ha ha. I'll call no, you whenever blank I can. Is her husband. Huh? Blank. Uh, uh, Sam. Her husband. Sam. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Sam knows we're all good, but yeah, that's my life at the moment. Ha ha. I'll call you whenever I can. I do the uh, the emoji with the. The face with the, his head is exploding. Okay. It's a kid's concert on his forehead. Okay. I'm like, he, he can't just drop that and peace out, you know? And, and then, I, I mean, you really couldn't get her on the phone fast enough for me at that point. I see that message and I'm like, I'm about to call, you know, I'm about to call uh, Germany at like fucking 3 a.m. Right. Hey, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You know, you can't just drop that. Yeah. Happy birthday to your kid. Blah, blah. But well, I, I need I to know. I was waiting for the, obviously he cheated on me story. No, it was actually the opposite. And so I was really intrigued because first off, I'm like, how the fuck? You got two kids and a husband. Where are you finding the time? Number one. Number two, I'm not even making out with people. What the fuck? Number three, um, like, were you drunk? Were you sober? Which is worse? Which is worse, Blitz? If you sober, right. They're both. They're both not right. Neither is an excuse. Yeah. But at least, at least, at least you have an excuse it, at that point. Well, you don't have an excuse, but right. you have an, an explanation. Sure. But here's the thing: like you can stop drinking if it's a problem and you're doing bad things. Yeah. You can't 
stopping. So, you know what I mean? Stop. That's yeah. 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 You know what I mean? You can't stop not drinking. I mean, you can, but I mean, ask yeah. me, but you know, for most people it's pre, I don't know. I feel like inhibition, you could always just kind of like use that as a crush, like alcohol was involved. And I really hope it was, but then I'm like, well, what if it wasn't? And how did this, there's just so many, is this someone you, you were at a house party? How did you even go to a party? And then yeah. on top of that, she is in Germany, which has been under like serious lockdown basically since mm-hmm. the pandemic. Like they go through, it's kind of like Canada where it's like they open up a little bit, but then everything shuts down. Yeah, completely. Like, she doesn't live in fucking Florida. So she's been locked down. I mean, to the point where she is, they're trying to leave the country by like fall. Trying to get the fuck out. Does Santos doesn't go over there? No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually, on my part. Um, now making out is is definitely cheating. Uh, is yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in agreement. Yeah. with that, right? Yeah. How- I mean, there's there's levels of cheating, I think, but but that's definitely cheating. What is your level of tolerance? Oh, is it a handhold where you'd be like, "Fuck are, you, are we're you, done." Are you married? I don't even see why it matters, but well, I mean, it, okay, okay, let's 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 sure. go all out. Okay, married for committed three years, for three years. Okay, four years. Okay, four years. Um, what it what is the point where you go? This is fucking over. Ooh, is it a low? Do you have a low level of tolerance? Because you think about it. Yeah, it's a makeout, but are you going to fucking throw away a marriage and and a home okay, and you so, have two kids? Okay, for kids, one? kids makes a big difference. That's a big difference. Yep. Let's take kids out of the equation. Okay. Let's just say it's you and this person, and okay. it can even just be a girlfriend. But if you want to go all in on the marriage, no, that's fine do, too. Uh, yeah. We can go extremes. It's, it's gonna go be marriage. it's gonna be marriage. Okay. Um, kissing. Uh, it wouldn't be good, but probably have to stick it out if like if the okay if the other person said hey like it was a one-time only deal i'm <laughs> sorry acid, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry go ahead of course buzzy says that i know <laughs> um no if like if it's if the per- other person said look i'll never do it again i'm really sorry it was a one-time deal blah 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 whatever reason then like probably like make out would be like the that's i mean like okay I don't know. more than that more than that, no. If you have kids, I don't know. It is hard to tell because obviously sex, you're like, absolutely not. Yeah. But then you also have the element, which is a lot, it's a lot harder to measure and it's a lot easier to deny. Well, yes and no, unless there's the, like text messages, but emotional infidelity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which for women, like guys, I know you're worried about your women fucking other men. I'm telling you. The bigger problem is emotional infidelity. Oh, there's no question. For women, because if we feel like we're not getting emotional support or attention from our mans. Yeah. And I'm speaking straight, straight, uh, strictly heterosexual right now. Obviously, there's other variations, but sure. we're just kind of keeping it simple, stupid. Um, if another guy is giving your wife or girlfriend attention, mm-hmm. admiration, uh, whatever she's her love languages that she's not getting from you, maybe it's oh, yeah, words sure. of affection. You never tell her she's pretty and she's getting it from some other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just excited to see her. I remember that was something that would pop into my head. Of course. From time to time, like when things were not going well of for course. me, I never acted or did anything on it, but right. I forgot what it was like for someone to be excited to see me. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget it. I remember I went to a, a wake and there were these guys that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I went because my, my buddy's father passed away. And, like, 
these guys who weren't one of them was like not ugly and he was he was like a listener of the bone but whatever okay. i knew him he, he it was actually his dad that passed away and he was a pretty good looking guy mm-hmm. and he saw me and he was like so excited to see me okay and i felt i remember leaving the wake feeling really good sure which is kind of fucked up because we're there a- for death that's actually very common by the way at a wake absolutely Funerals are like a good place to like hook like yeah, but but again, it wasn't like I was grieving. I, I know, so it's, it was different. I know, it's, it's not like I was like in a weak place. I, I mean, I was for a different reason, but <laughs> I remember like feeling really good when I sure. walked away, and I and I remember going like you know back to the person I was dating at the time, and I was just like, why do I? Why did I feel like better about myself and better overall coming from a fucking like funeral? Yeah, than going home to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, things were bad between us, but you go and someone else is just like fucking forget about words of affection, acts of service. Just someone who sees you and is like, hey, exactly. It's fucking great to see. I fucking miss like that energy. I was just like, oh, that's what it's like when I mean, you could say with anybody, but when a man is excited to see you, you're like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, so I remember like that was, was something that was on my mind. I'm like, someone should be happy to see me, right? Especially mm-hmm. if they haven't seen me in like two weeks. Anywho, listen, this isn't about me. This is about my friend. Um talk about me for an hour. <laughs> that was really fucking funny. <laughs> so, you know, I have so many questions. I have zero answers. I wrote her back. She no, get, back. Get, get back to the emotional thing. Because here's the thing is, yeah. uh, you know, if a, if a girl cheats, whether it's, you know, a make out or sex or whatever, and it's not emotional, like... That's they, that's an easy break. Like if they're if they're done, they can cut that off. Like done. Not everybody, obviously. But here's the thing: most women don't have sex unless they're. I, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, if it's a true, like a real emotional connection, like uh, you're you're it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're, I mean, it's definitely over. It's over. And usually, by the time they're having sex, they're already emotionally committed. Not always, but I would say for women, yeah. most of the time, yeah. I would say with a, with people that they're having sex with, it's probably someone that they know. It's not like. They're not like men where they just go get a prostitute and they fuck the prostitute and mm-hmm. they're like, it meant nothing. It's someone they know from work yeah. that they work with and probably see maybe more than their husband. Probably. Um, it is uh, a friend who maybe they've been confiding in mm-hmm. and telling them like, oh, you know, Jimbo is, you know, doesn't look at me anymore. And, right. and this guy's telling her how beautiful she is and that she deserves better. Sure. Fuck that will that will destroy a marriage. Absolutely. But here's the thing: the marriage was probably already not always, but maybe was already on in, in a rocky, vulnerable position. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, can we really blame the person that dragged him out? Maybe they were looking for someone to throw them a life raft. If, I don't know. It will exactly. And if like, if the woman goes looking for that at from wherever friends work, whatever, mm. it's because she's not getting it at home. Right. The and, emotional side of it. Yeah. And someone said uh, Jimbo's been working all day. That's a possibility. That's a possibility, but when you but, but when like, you make a not... commitment to a person, whether it be you know to have children or to be a husband or a wife, you have to fucking balance it out. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not like she had a bad day. Like you know that day she came home and he didn't say I love you or whatever. It was you know this is a, a long time building. Yeah. yeah, like you know who I think would be the worst husband and father is Elon Musk. Like there's just no way. There's not enough hours mm-hmm. in the day. For him to be like a good husband and father. he I think he said something on Twitter. I don't know if it was hyperbole or not. It's probably not. <laughs> what? Go, go ahead. He said that he work, he's been working 16 hours a day every day, like seven days a week for like 20 years. He's been uh, poking fun at Anonymous on his Twitter lately. 
Oh, has he? Because you know they killed. had that video. They had that video that came out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he like reposted something overnight about. Yeah, it. he's got things to do. He's got a SpaceX. He's got PayPal. He's got Tesla. He's got Twitter. He's got he's got crypto. He's got shit to do. He's got, he's ruining was, people's lives. It, he posted the uh, picture of the Hannah Montana or the anonymous guy. You know the little, mm-hmm. the thing, and it said Hannah Montana is actually Miley Cyrus. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Like he's poking him. Yeah, he's poking the bear. So I just feel like Elon Musk would be. The yeah. worst, like the worst husband and father. If he would be the worst husband and father if he was poor. Yeah, I, I get it. He's able to support his family, no doubt. But in terms of the emotional support that you need, right? There's just, there's just no way. And it's not like he's doing like, like fucking whores or anything. It's just he is so preoccupied with saving humanity, at least as he sees it, mm-hmm. and saving the planet and trying to get us to a new planet. I mean, I, I just can't imagine. But he's going to go down in history as one of the most, you know, successful and brilliant minds of our time, successful entrepreneurs, etc. So, I don't know. Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it to have a shitty dad, but, you know, he he gets us to Mars or something. You got you to gotta weigh the trade-offs, I guess. A1390 yeah. Bubba. But, yeah, back to my friend. I'm, I'm very curious. I, again, I wrote back to her. And when someone drops some sort of information like that, you got to be careful you don't come across too eager. Because then that looks, you. they might they might pick up on that as that as being judgy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to yenta out. But I also know that it's going to be very hard to get her on the phone, A, and B, get her on the phone where she's not in front of her kids or husband. You know, I need some of that separation because I need I need her to be fully candid with me. OK, so I wrote her back. I mean, I really want to be like, I need to talk to you immediately. Like I was going to yeah. drop everything I was doing. My just lab to, coat's on. I'm ready to go. I got my notebook. I just I have so many questions as to as to why, you know, is it because is it you you weren't feeling like you were getting it from home? Is it because you're not attracted to your husband anymore? Is it because, you know, you, you never wanted to be a mom to begin with and you feel like he trapped you into it? You know, so many questions, so little answers. But I, I have my own theory of what I think happened, but we'll we'll, we'll play mm. that against the backdrop of what actually happened and see as, as, as we go. But what I realize and what I keep realizing, and it's like a lesson I, I seem to never fully learn is that nothing as it is as it seems. Nothing is ever as it seems, even no, when you think it's, it's like fucking perfect. And it's like you tell yourself that they go, and everybody says like, we're just like you, and not everything's perfect. You go, shut up. All right, you got little problems, but you don't, you don't get, you don't have my problems, but they fucking do. And sometimes they're a lot darker and a lot worse. But, you know, I idolized their relationship. I just thought it was so romantic. I would kind of almost use it as a... um a, like a, not as like I wish a, a guy would cheat on his nine year relationship for me. No, but it was one of those things where it's like you talk about effort, and it's a guy's like, I don't want to drive thirty minutes to see you, and then I think of their relationship yeah, where moving a, across the country, he moved across the country, country, and then she moved across. Like they were moved, they were country hopping yeah. for each other. And I go, you That's don't want to fucking drive thirty minutes? Like, I mean, I feel like I'll never find that kind of romance where a guys willing to move, like drop mm-hmm. everything and and live with me. But then I also think that those things come with their own bag of issues because then you feel indebted and or owed to somebody like, hey, I fucking gave up my life for you. Why are not you giving me more? You know, sort of a thing, which you can't really do. But also you kind of can't. You kind of resent people for it, but you can't do that. Yeah, so you, you can't. It's, it's and, and also there's their situation was really good. They also had really good timing. Like my friend wasn't balls deep in a career mm-hmm. yet. 
she was kind of floating around. She was trying to get a business off the ground, and then she met him, and she just said, fuck it, I'm, I'm moving. God, this dude, like, fucking moved across the world to be with this chick that's now fucking basically cheating on him? Well, it was actually quite the opposite. He moved to her country for three months, and then she moved to his country for, like, seven years. Okay. So she moved for him. Now, my friend was... We got along really well. We th- we think very similarly, and we also, like, um, she was a, a bit of a free spirit. Like, she was a non-conventional Jewish atheist like me. Okay. Where we had very similar ideas when it came to, like, circumcision and stuff like that. But she ended up circumcising her son. Yeah, as most good people do. That kind of threw me off a little bit. Good. I'm like. Remember what we talked about a few years ago? But whatever. Yeah. Listen, it's different when it's yours and she had the whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Not my kid, not my issue. Um, but she never really thirsted to be a mother at all. But when she like met him, he wanted kids. Okay. So she was like, I was she was kind of ambivalent about the matter, but she was like, if I meet a guy who wants kids, like I'm willing to have them. So she went from like career business entrepreneur, um, a globe trotter, like she's extremely well traveled, you know, lived all over the place, like go to Israel, go to Europe, go to the States, go to New Zealand. She, like, lived in New Zealand. She lived in Australia. She lived in South Africa. She lived in Germany. Like, she, like, picked up French and, you know, moved to France for a little bit. Like, she was all over the place. And then all of a sudden, she's, like, Susie Homemaker. Yeah. And I was just, like, it just wasn't really fitting. And I would kind of ask, but you can't, you go, like, are you, is this what you want? Like, if this is what you want, then fucking all right. Hell yeah. But if this is... You feel like you've been pressured into this and you have to do this to keep this guy whom you love, then blink that's... Blink three times and I'll rescue you. Huh? You tell her, blink three times and I'll rescue It'd you. It's kind of hard to do that across the Atlantic, but I would you try. Can. Still can. Like, I'll, fuck, I'll marry you. Come on over. <laughs> we can do that in some states. Um, so, uh, but she was seemed to be, you know, content with it. But it was it was weird to see her going from... And I guess, not that... Not that I, you know, you understand I'm sometimes scared of not necessarily committing to a person, but committing to a lifestyle. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't even like to commit to, like, going to the casino after Bubble 199. Oh, my God. (laughs) So when I see someone who was kind of like a free spirit like me, and now she's tied down to three people for the rest of her life, Mm -hmm. that was like, well, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be stuck in... Germany when it's in the middle of winter and she wants to leave but can't because she's got this guy who's doing his thing and now she's got kids and I was just but like Ooh. did you ever think like the positives might outweigh that though yeah okay but it's hard to see that when you when you don't see the positives yourself if that makes sense like I only know what I know I know the single life I know how great freedom can be okay I've never had a child to compare it to and I assume once you have a child then you become too attached to the child where, you know, the benefits outweigh, outweigh the sure. cons. And you can't be saying shit like, I really regret this kid. Like, that's not... Not out loud. Not out loud. Yeah. It's not good for anybody's ego. Not for the kid. Not for you. Not for your family. That's something you tell only the best of friends. <laughs> I think that, I don't even think you do that. <laughs> I think yeah, you just kind of like, they, you, they swallow, you, you bury that and you hypnotize yourself and you say, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. But she's probably as candid as candid can be. Like, she'll be like, I like, I mean, she had really bad... Um, postpartum with the first one okay you know she was stuck inside she has this kid and at the beginning you know i i imagine infants are different but you know sometimes they don't really crack a smile until six months yeah they're worthless blobs so she had a you know it was just the baby was crying and shitting and really not giving her like looking at her and smiling at all she said she didn't see that probably for like three or four months 
So that was really hard at the beginning. And the, the husband's working 12 hours a day, and she's just at home by herself, you know, playing baby games. Right. So, and she had no family in Germany. So it's not like grandma can come over and, like, help out. She's just kind of, like, on her own fend for herself youtubing like how do you change a diaper and shit so i don't know i'm really curious to see uh what went down and i was thinking like holy fuck if i was in a situation where i had the opportunity to make out with someone i don't think that i would be able to because of uh, there's just so much to lose there's just so much to fucking lose what do you, you mean if you were married and had, like in her situation yeah 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 you can't you can't Anything else? Are you are you distracted? Am I? No, I'm saying you can't oh, do that. Okay, like okay. you can't. Like that's not a good thing to do. Uh-huh. I, I want to know like what his why he reacted the way he did. What do you mean? Well, because you said that he's in that text that he was okay with it. Well, they worked. She said we worked it out. Oh. I don't think he was going to be like, yeah, that's great. Okay. I think that he said he knows, and we we we're all good. That's what she said. Okay. So I imagine that they went through some hard times. I, I want to know the hard times. I always want to know the hard times. Um, something else that I wanted to discuss that I thought was interesting is that this is another trend among young people. Loading, loading. Um, half of young adults think one night stands will be a thing of the past after a pandemic ends thanks to virtual intimacy. I even think that sex is is down among young people pre-pandemic because people were, especially boys, but I'm sure lots of people, you know, you can communicate with your friends via uh, GTA or whatever, World of Warcraft. You don't even have to be in the same room or Mm -hmm. in the same city or even in the same country as your friends. And you can just, that's how you hang out. You don't actually hang out in the flesh. Right. Which I think is problematic. But it says here... Uh, a new study finds it can be downright unbearable during a pandemic to be single. Nearly half of young single Americans haven't been physically intimate with someone since the ba- pandemic began. This is making me feel a little bit better about myself. Not so much because I was in Florida, free state. As a result, more than half of young single Americans say they've turned to a virtual sexual intimacy more than ever before. That's according to a study of like just under 3,000 people or casually dating Americans between 18 and 40. Um. Yeah. Let's look at some stats. Although 42% of the respondents are open to physical intimacy after the pandemic and feel excited to get back out into the dating scene and meet new people, two-thirds plan to continue just just being just as virtually intimate after the pandemic as they were during. I don't know. Uh, people are just basically thinking that, well, one-night stands are a thing of the past. I think that's what the uh, the conclusion was. Okay. Do I think one night stands are down? I mean, you got you got to look at the demographics. Like, obviously, among young people, it's probably still pretty high. I imagine. Yeah, and but I, 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 but I'm sure it's down. Uh, yeah, but I also think that much like after the war, World War One, that is, you have the Roaring Twenties and people getting back out. I really feel like people, um, much like someone who's been on a diet, a very restrictive diet for a long time. And they haven't been able to get out. And then once they do, they go a little bit ape shit, And they justify it by saying, listen, I haven't had sex in a long time. I'm owed this. I'm owed, you know, dating. I haven't been able to even talk to anybody at a bar because bars have been closed. Mm-hmm. Or we've been having to wear a mask. So that's really hard when, you know, uh, the person next to you is the enemy because they can infect you with a potentially deadly disease. So people are out there and, um, you know, 
getting frisky, but not so much. But I don't know. I, I and I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. No, that people are, are having less one night stands. So, are they saying that it's not considered a one night stand if you're like virtually dating someone for for a while first? Because that's is that still considered a one night stand? No. One night stand is meeting someone and then having sex with them. Right. Night so what they're saying is that because the people are meeting online and talking and like virtually talking for a while, then it doesn't count as a one night stand. Well, it's not a one night stand. No, I know, but it kind of is, but not. No, it's not. In fact, 64% of singles agree that being virtually intimate during the pandemic changed the way they considered intimacy to be. Nearly six in 10 um, now place a higher value on other types of intimacy, like emotional or intellectual intimacy. So maybe because... They weren't able to be physically intimate with people during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were forced to get to know people oh, no. a little bit more. And so they uh, grew an affection for this person, not so much based on the the, the physicality or the the, sure. the the sexual component, but more so because of the, it says here, emotional or intellectual intimacy. Okay. Which, please. Please, please. Please, please. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've met some pretty hot people before, and if they open their mouth and they and they are dumb, I it, it just everything's ruined. Oh yeah, it, 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 you you ruined it. It's 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 you know it's a shitty right. gift wrapped in nice wrapping paper. But once you start to unwrap the gift, you're like, I didn't, oh. I, I don't want socks. That's why they make ball gags. You could be ball gag Willie. I don't want to be ball gag Willie. <laughs> Not even a little. But um, I do I do think that that's interesting. I'd like to hear what people think. 81390, bye-bye. We'll actually take a phone call. Um, I think there's just as much sex ha- having, like, being had. No, there, no, there's less probably just because people aren't going out. But there, there's kind of the same thing. Like, they're meeting online, talking for a while, and then when they meet in person, they're having sex that same night. Possibly. And, and they're then, just not calling that a one-night stand yeah. because they knew it before. I wouldn't call that a one night stand. That's what I'm saying. But it basically, I mean, it kind of is, but it's not technically. That's slutty. If you've like known someone a while, but you haven't, I don't know. It's less slutty. It's less. Yeah. But, um, not it. I don't know. I always, I just think it's always a good idea to make people uh, and listen. Guys are just not going to be, they're not interested in, in waiting and, and, and really working for it unless they have to. And I think that everybody right. much like a, uh, you know how people always go bankrupt after they win the lottery because they didn't earn the money? Mm-hmm. There's just a, a difference. There's more of a respect for money that you earn versus money that you're gifted or that you fall into. Sure. It's the same thing with uh, with a relationship, I think. If you got to work for it, I think you're going to treasure it a little bit more than if it's just become, if then it's too easy. Plus, I also and, think... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, if, if you're there not for a relationship, then you're not going to stick around. Uh, yeah, you're not going to, but here's the thing. Like oftentimes you'll go into something not knowing exactly what you're looking for, right? You, maybe you don't have any expectations. You're looking to meet people. It could be a relationship. It could be something casual. Mm-hmm. Um, typically when the girl, uh, female gives it up to eat, you know, a little bit sooner, uh, there's absolutely, I have no moral objection to that at all. But if we're talking strictly strategy, if the, if the yep. strategy is to, to trap the note, uh, to catch the man and and get him into a relationship, it's not a good strategy at all. And I don't think anybody would argue for anything else. People like to put like a, a moral stamp on sexuality. I don't do that. I don't think you're a bad person if you're slut. It's fucking your body, your choice, bitch. And for guys too, do whatever the fuck you want. 
You're not hurting anybody. You're not fucking a kid or an animal. If everybody's awake and consensual, you know, it's consensual sex. I have no problem with it whatsoever. But if we're talking strategy, short term versus long term, it's definitely not the move, especially for the ladies. I always right. you're never going to regret in the long term waiting a little bit longer. You're never going it, to. It, it takes a lot of self-control sometimes. And you, but you also just kind of got to make sure that you're not getting yourself in a situation where you can you slippery slope your way into it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You walk into the bedroom, and you're like, but we're just going to watch it. No, you're not, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Stay out of the bedroom. Stay out of the house. Keep it classy because just Netflix. No chill. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just it's just it's not going to happen. And at the end of the day, the, the, and I've heard so many people, guys say that. Yes, they want sex right away. But the, that's. That's going to be their their side chick, their side hustle, not the woman they marry. So if you're looking for, and if you're just looking for casual, then fucking go right, for it. Right, right. Absolutely go for it. You're on spring break. You might have a good time. You're not looking for a husband. Fine. But if the intention is to get a relationship or get into a relationship, it's not the move to to sleep with them on the first night. And I can't tell you how many times I've had female friends feel, you know, used or. Um, of course. Because women get social, get emotionally attached to people that they have sex with. You know, guys have this sort of superpower where they can fuck something and actually not even like it. Like, that's really interesting. Guys can do that. Guys have the, the, the mental hardware where they are, they are wired to do not, I mean, not everybody, but most yeah. can fuck a hot girl and have no affection for her, not even really like her. You know, she she don't want to be around her, but you're happy to fuck her, and then please leave. Yeah, please, please, please. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Son of Slam, ninety nine thousand bits. Thank you so much. Women really don't have that superpower. We don't, and that's why I always tell my girlfriends, I'm like, you got to get in ahead of your psychology. You can't. It has nothing to do with you being a good or bad person. You have to. That's a separate issue. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm talking about. But if you are trying to prevent from getting hurt. Um, and you really want to see if a guy is, is truly interested in you, then he will, he'll fucking work for it. If he's, even if he's not getting the sex, right? he's going to work for it. So you just gotta, you gotta see if that's, if that's, and if he doesn't call you back cause you didn't sleep with him on the third date, he wasn't going to call you back after you fucked him. So no, he definitely was not certainly was not. So he wasn't really that interested. And then now you've spared yourself a lot of heartbreak and, you know, because as soon as you have sex with that guy, I've, I'm telling you, every single person that I've met, pretty much, a female, anytime they sleep with someone, even if it's casual, they have now, you're connected to that person. You feel intimate with that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely where you're like, I'd never want to see that person again, but most of the time they do. And I, I try to tell my girlfriends, I'm like, listen, you're not a bad person. That's not the issue. But you just got to, you know, if you're looking to protect your feelings and, and you're... Your heart and your mind, you don't want to be totally consumed by that person and Mm-mm. them living rent-free in your head. Hoppy used to always say that. I feel disgusting saying Living rent-free in your head. rent-free in your head. Bro. Shut up. Get away from me. Just kidding. Hope, hope he's well. Uh, I think this is really interesting. And it's something that you see every now and again. Haters be damned. The article says, I'm 23 and my, I love my quote, wrinkly 60-year-old girlfriend. What? Yeah, she nasty. I mean, I I know some 60-year-olds, and they don't look like that. She looks old as fuck. Uh, Social media's hottest new couple embodies two of the most romantic cliches. Love is blind and age ain't nothing but a number. 
Despite a 37-year age gap, these unabashed lovebirds are braving a barrage of trolls to take TikTok by storm with popular clips of them dancing and samochin. Um, the man's name is King Karan23, goes by the, who cares? Um, and his girlfriend is Queen Cheryl. Of course, her name is Cheryl. 60, who posts on the video streaming platform as who cares. Um, their viral videos, which regularly attract hundreds of thousands of views, often Whoa. show them swaying to R&B songs or bopping to rap hits. I just loaded up this. I need to. She looks old. She looks like she doesn't have teeth. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Hello, motherfucker. Hey, how you doing? Okay. They're dirty. They are dirty. She looks like a meth head. Yeah. And he just looks like a, like a, nor- I need He's a got a one. nose ring. Let's see. Look at the thumb. This is that you put it down. You got to stick it to the left. Stick it to the right. Is this their TikTok? Yeah. That's what I'm watching. Okay, it's literally, okay, they're just doing this for show. They're getting millions of views. I mean. They're kissing. Her, Let's see, she's saying something here. Oh, it's a dance again. body isn't that bad. Well, but, she's just super skinny. Yeah, which. She's super skinny, but she looks old as fuck. Um, she looks 142 in the face. I would love to Whoa. see. Uh, I, I want to know their origin story. I definitely want to know their origins, how they met. Maybe it's in the article, but there's a lot of there's a lot of words that I'm not willing to read right now. But I mean, how old do you think you could go? Or does it just strictly depend on looks? Like you look at that person, you're attracted to them. Does it really it's matter? It's more than if they're just 50? looks, but really, yeah. So it would bother you if a person was too old, even if they looked great. No, no, I, I'm and not great for their age. Like, say you you met like an attractive 45 year old, like she was actually hot. Yeah, would it bother you that she was 45? Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay. But I mean, like it, it have to like the personality would have to be like looks aren't not it's not it's not everything. Okay, say everything. Say everything's good. Yep. But you know that they are forty five. I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't care about. You wouldn't 45, care. Okay. No. What about fifty? <sighs> where's where's the where's the blitz line? I mean, fifty might be an issue. <laughs> Why? Why is that? I don't know. Why that's would a, anything? That's a big number. Does, it just sounds old. Yeah. Too old for you, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I don't know. Um. I. I've always said that I kind of wanted someone like right around my age, mm-hmm. just because it's they can just relate to you better. I feel like I. Yeah. I mean, a few years younger, older is fine, no big deal. But like, I don't know. I know. I think I would. I. I don't want to. I don't want to date someone who's like forty-five or something like that. Yeah, I think like ten years is probably the limit. For you? Yeah. So fifty. That's what I'm saying. Thirty. Like, yeah. But you could. I mean, I'm sure you could go twenty-five and not have a problem. Or uh, twenty. Or yeah. eighteen in one day. <laughs> yeah. But that's different though. That's that's down, not up. Yeah, but for me, I would feel weird being like dating a twenty-nine-year-old. I think that would be weird for me. Is that weird? Um. Is that, is that, and again, this is all subjective yeah. and depends on the person, but I would feel like I don't want to date someone who's in their fucking twenties. Right. Cause that would make me feel, first of all, yeah, why would, do you, I would hate that too. Let me tell you. Well, I mean like I would just feel constantly at odds with women yes. their age. I'm like, well, don't you want to date someone in your right. age? Yeah. It would make me feel insecure, but maybe that's a me issue. Actually, I'm certain that it is, but mm. 
Age ain't nothing but a number. But it is. I mean, tell that. I mean, what if pet, do pedophiles say that? Is that what they say? Is that their tagline? Age ain't nothing but Probably. a number. Not great. Not a good. Not I a good mean, one. but come on. This fucking lady looks like she's 140, dude. Like, I think this is a, a squirmy and grubs or whatever. You know, they're doing it for clicks. They're doing it for attention. Now, it shows them kind of kissing, but like, are they actually making out and stuff? Uh, you can make out, please. I guess I want to see them for the right sex. amount of money. I want to see them having sex. Do you want to see that? Um, you would. I don't want to see it. I would watch it. I want to see it. I want to. I like. I like the weird, the somewhat grotesque, especially when there's like questions involved of just even just physics. You know, where her, her children are happy for them, and they're all they're all much older than Quran. I'm sure that they are. Um, let me ask you this. This was something else that I wanted to discuss. Uh, prenuptial agreements. Mm-hmm. Would you get one? Um, probably, probably. Um, I used to think that it was very anti-romantic. Right. But I just think that if you are a rational person Mm -hmm. and you realize like, we're going to give this our best go. Absolutely. But... Sometimes things happen. But things change. We don't know how we're who we're going to be in fifteen years. Yes. it is going to make life so much easier. Absolutely, because it because marriage is a business decision, among other things, but a, a lot of it is. So, if you have a prenuptial agreement, do you even like, and say both parties are, you know, they're fine with it. They didn't want to amend anything. Mm-hmm. Do you even need a lawyer, or can you just settle? Yeah, you do. And, to get it to get a divorce, you have to have a lawyer. Oh, a divorce? Yeah. No. No. No, you don't. So why do you you don't need a lawyer? No, because no one ever agrees on anything. But you don't. Mm. And it's what I mean. Most lawyers even tell you, if everyone agrees on everything, don't get lawyers involved because all they're going to do is take money. Okay. But on a prenup, so like on a prenup, the the conditional the guy and the female should have separate attorneys. And then you know they have to do it like you know months in advance, basically. And they have to agree on it, and not like, who will be their attorney, but just that they will have separate attorneys. Yeah, because you don't like, like, you know, like if I'm going to get married, I can't have my attorney draw up papers and be like, "Here, bitch, sign this," because then they can contest it in court. Okay. So, like, you want, you know, like I'd have my attorney draft up a thing, send it to the her separate attorney, and be like, "Hey, look this over. Is it fair? Yes, yeah, sign it." Blah blah blah. Ah, uh, okay. So each person kind of cuts their well, not cuts their own deal, but it's the same yeah, deal. It just cu- it makes the it makes the the prenup more, more binding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you you know the you have kids or something, you can almost throw the prenup away at that point. Really, everything that changes. I mean, not not literally, but you still you can still go by stipulations. But then you're gonna have child support and all that shit, which is gonna change. You might everything. as well just throw it away. So then, what's the point of doing it anyways? I mean, because it'll save you if not. If you don't have children, yeah, yeah. And I like I was kind of the same way. I was like, "That's dumb. Don't do that." And like, not not that I really have a lot right now anyway, but like, just do it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's in in everyone's best interest, yeah. even though it seems like it's not romantic because it's like you, it's like you're planning for failure, right? But I don't think that's true at all. I think it's that you are you're you're it's a plan B. You know, if things go south, which yeah. sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to understand that you're not going to be the same person you are today as you will be in 5, 10, 15 years. Things are right. going to change. 
And in the event that those things do change, it just makes it easier for everybody, mm-hmm. all parties involved. I, to... I'm also of the opinion that like you should try your hardest to make it work. Don't stick around if you're getting beat. <laughs> but someone, like someone say so, would I, not I know, say so. But... I know, but you know, I think you should try hard to make it work. I mean, like, it, look, if if what if you're not? What if you don't have kids? Should you still try hard to make it work? Yes. But like it literally, if you've then tried hard and they're like, look, we're just different people, then end it. Like who, and maybe this is a stupid question coming from someone who is, has never been married and has never been engaged and has never been even close to being engaged or married. But who is not trying hard? Like who is just fucking giving up? Because you still have, like I tried hard with someone because I fucking cared about them. Right. And I imagine that you are trying hard. If Even if you're unmarried, you're trying hard to keep things together. I mean, you hear about the people all the time that, yeah. you know, um, they break up, they get back together, they try to work it out. Maybe they go to counseling and they're not even married. Right. But they fucking love each other. But maybe it's not working because they're not compatible. But yeah. they're working hard because they love each other despite being married or not. Who is not trying hard? Like, who is just giving up? And, and especially with divorce, divorce is... I mean, it's a tedious process. It's a long mm-hmm. process. It's an expensive process. It's a painful process. I feel like you're going to try hard to avoid all of those things. Who is just throwing everything away? Or maybe they're just not trying hard enough. It's like, well, did you go to therapy? Well, did you go to therapy for a year? Well, did you go I'm to therapy for two that. years? I suppose that's what it is. Yeah. Is that? And I guess. I guess really, if you're at the point of not trying hard, then you don't. You just don't want it. Yeah. Um. Not necessarily. Um, I also think that, again, it's very nuanced, but some people may think maybe they don't believe in therapy. Maybe they're a little bit old school and they just feel like we're not. That's for pussies. That's for sissies. Right, right. Uh, we're just going to we'll talk it out. And if we can't talk it out, then we'll just we'll take a I don't know. We'll sleep yeah. in separate bed. Whatever the case may be, you kind of cut your own deal mm-hmm. and you try to work it out thereafter. But um, I don't know. I just feel like everybody is working hard. Like no one is. No one wants to throw that away. And I think now more than ever, people realize, and maybe they don't, maybe they think it's the opposite, depending who you talk to, but like dating and, and getting together and getting married and, and meeting someone you're compatible with, I think now is oddly enough, despite more choices, actually harder than ever. I agree. But the choice is what makes it harder than ever because everybody is just waiting for the next best thing around exactly. the corner. That's just, that's the thing is because you, you know, you have a choice, but so do they. And so they're always like, well, I've got way more choices. I think back in the day, there wasn't as many choices, but people are like, okay, well, you'll do. Let's get married. Yeah. You got like one of four people in your town yeah. that were the same age. Your parents kind of arrange it and you just kind of got to make it work. Yep. And they do that in a lot of places around the world still. But um, yeah, I've, I've never been like that. I've always found uh, this was redundant, but I was going to say rare people to be rare, obviously. But I, people who at least I'm compatible with are rare for me because I'm a fucking Absolutely. weirdo. Yep. So when I did find someone that I was compatible with, I wasn't like, well, let me see what else is. No, I'm like, fucking yeah. you, bitch. Sure. I choose you, Pikachu. Absolutely. So and now more than ever. And I was thinking about that on the drive over here uh, this morning. I was like, holy fuck. It has been a long like I don't even know. I mean, I really don't even know how to act right when it comes to, I mean, period. You could just stop there, yeah. Period, but... <laughs> Full stop. Yeah, but the clause of that statement was going to be, I don't even know how to act right when it comes to dating or being in a relationship. Right. I've been on maybe three dates in 
two years. And as much as I would love to blame the pandemic, (laughs) I can't because we live in Florida. (laughs) Right. So we have DeSantos. We have DeSantos. Tis, tis, toes. Uh, So it's just been a struggle. And I've chalked it up to uh, it. Not it's not me. Yes, that was a blow (laughs) joke. Of course you have. But I just think it's uh, it's just bad luck, bad timing, whatever you want to say. So, but I'm you know, you just Mm -hmm. you carry on. It's not you. No, but like weirdly enough, and this is kind of like more of a recent thing. Okay. This kind of scared me, but like maybe not. Like I'm getting extremely comfortable with my life. Mm Mm-hmm. And to think that I would have to, like, someone would come in and uh, I would have to reprioritize everything. I'm like, I don't. And again, I think when you meet that person, you're willing to do that. Yeah. The right person that is. But I, the thought of that is like, well, I don't want to throw a wrench in the system. The system's working actually quite well right now. You want to add something. No, here's the thing is you need to add something to the system, not change the system. But you have to change the system because you only have so many hours in a day. Yeah. You know, I can't there would uh, now I have like a very regimented life and um I would have to I can't I feel like I can't do what I did last time where it was like we only see each other the, on the weekends or you kind of yeah. got to make a little and sometimes, you know, every sixth week, whatever. But yeah, laughable. But and now I feel like if you really are trying to make it work, you probably need to see each other at least a couple times during the week, too. Yeah. yeah. Um I think I agree. So I would have to, you know, rearrange. I did, a few I did the once every six weeks deal for a while. That doesn't work. It does not. It it doesn't work, folks. Unless it's you know, it's a very short interval of time. Oh yeah, if you have an end date, like if you like have it's a, three months and it's going to be kind of yeah, crazy. That's, okay, that's that's doable. But when it's like, well, I moved here and this is my new job, and I don't know. I guess this is just our relationship oh, yeah, now. No, that's not. That's not bye bye works. birdie. Get out. Yeah, yeah. That's done. Get out. Run away. Yep. Run the fuck away. So, um, yeah, that was just interesting. I thought prenups, how to do it, how to go about asking for it. I think you just gotta you gotta bring it up. Obviously, when you're not in a fight or anything like that, yeah. yeah. You can't After be like, hey, fight, bitch, like... you're fucking crazy. We need yeah. a prenup, Willie. <laughs> no, I mean, I I used to always think like, hey, that is not romantic, just like you were saying, but like being around. Regina and Kevin and all that and just hearing it for so long it's like just get it done like just do it yeah it's definitely the move it just makes things uh more smooth or just don't don't get uh don't get married at all which which I've been clamoring about yeah but, you know not everybody I, I understand I live in an unconventional space and I feel like I've been talking about marriage a lot because so many of you know you hit a certain age and now everybody's married everybody sure. has kids and that's that's good that's good and great for them um but you know, what I'm learning is like life is not a one size fits all. Like not everybody needs to be married. Not everybody needs to be a parent. Right. Um, and like I've, I've mentioned before to you and, and to other people as well, but like I've spent a lot of time teasing apart what I want versus what I should want. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, I don't know if, if it's, this, if it's the same for, for men's, um, I don't know, I, it, especially for me because of the time constraint biologically where it's like, all right, well, I don't want to have a child out of wedlock that I don't think would be ideal. Right. Um, you you know, if you're thinking in the terms of like a conventional way, like I want to get married of kids. Well, I'm 34. 
Uh, and I don't have a boyfriend. So, you know, you kind of just, if I meet somebody tomorrow, it's like, what, two years till we get, three years till we get married, right. two years till we have a kid. I mean, I'm pushing 40. Do I want to be an old mother? Probably not. Mm. But I feel like guys have a little bit more time to work with. So maybe they don't really kind of have to really think about those things, or at least it's a, it's delayed. They, they got more time. They Right. They do, <laughs> but it's, they do have more, they have more time. Like what's something for you, if you can think, like I obviously said married, being married and having kids, but what's something that you've had to tease apart where it's like you, you thought you wanted it or you, you like, I've gone back and forth on the you kids You think thing. you should want versus something you actually want. Um, uh, so I don't, I mean, I don't know about that exactly, but like, I've been going back and forth on the kids thing. Like I, I wanted kids my whole life and then. Like a few years ago, I was like, nah, you know what? I don't need kids. And then kind of lately, I've been like, you know what? Maybe I do want kids. Did you, was it kind of like you were reckoning with the possibility that you you may not? And then you just decided that you kind of have to be okay with that. And your brain was like, I actually don't want kids. Yes. Because I thought I had to go through that same thing. I'm yeah. like, am I convincing myself that I don't want kids? Because it's probably not going to happen. Right. Or do I actually not want That's that? kind of, yeah, no, I, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Is there going to be an age where you set where you're like, all right, if I don't have kids by this age, then it's just not happening. I mean, you got a lot more time than uh, yeah. me, for example, but I'm going to say like 50. Yeah. Probably even like a few years before that. 45. Yeah. I'm going to say 45, but it, like, if it, like if I find the right thing and it happens, I happen to be 46, then maybe, but I gotcha. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a date where I cut myself off. I think that's right. kind of weird, but um, yeah, I, do, I don't want to be, I mean, if I have a kid at 36, you're considered a geriatric mother and that's like, mm. uh, still, or do they move it? 24 I, months away. I thought that was like, I thought like 42 was like the cutoff now. No, I mean, Jerry, I mean, it's a, a range, obviously, right, right, right. but 36, you, I think you're considered or 36, 37, you're considered a geriatric. Cause it's mother. like way more common now for a woman, in, like mid thirties to like four, like early forties to have kids. Like before it was like, if you were 21, Start having kids. So thankful I didn't. But again, I would have been a different person and living in a different time yeah. and stuff like that. So you can't really apply the way you think now to, you know, what if I was, uh, you know, um, in the 1700s or whatever the case may be. Where I mean, I, you probably, I probably wouldn't have even gone to school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, thankful for my life as it is. And I'm grateful for everything that I have. And I've been working on, I've been working on doing my gratitudes. Oh, in the yeah. morning, I wake up and I'm like, God fucking damn it, it's early. And then I'm like, hey, remember how your job is telling dick jokes? Be grateful, be thankful. And then I wake up and I'm like, and then I'm happy and I make my bed and it's all good. And the cat scratches me. I almost made my bed the other day. You should. I haven't for years. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's really and maybe maybe people want to weigh in on this, but how many of you guys make your bed? And I know it seems like a menial task, and you're like, why the fuck are you asking this? But if you if I, I watched this the guy, and I'm, I'm sure it's a pretty famous speech. I'm sure many have, have seen it. Um, he's like some military colonel general, who the fuck knows, giving a, a graduation speech, I think, commencement speech. And he talks about the first thing that they teach you in the military is to make your bed because yes. it's all about task completion. Once you do that, then you've got momentum for the day. I made my bed. Now I'm going to do the dishes. Now I'm going to go to school. Now I'm going to go to work. Now I'm going to, and it's just, and you feel productive. You feel better about yourself. And also at the end of the day, I mean, there's really nothing like walking in and you just walk, you know, you're in a freshly made bed. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yeah, I can see that. I just haven't done it in a long time. Now, I like wash my sheets a lot, but. Oh, I don't... Oh, 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 oh. 
But you also, like, well, it sounds like you don't really keep an organized space in your home. Yeah, but like, so I'll wash my sheets. And I, I, again, I'll have, I've got like, you know, well, two pair of sheets that I usually use. But I'll like kind of make the bed. And like when it comes to the comforter, I'm like, and I just throw it on top. Like, like I, like it kind of looks nice, but I don't like actually go set the pillows up all nice and like make sure oh, the I comforter's do. all like spread out. Oh, yeah. I'd make sure it's like the edges are nice and clean. Yeah, see, I don't do that. But how nice is it when you walk into a hotel room and there's a nicely it's made awesome. bed? Isn't it, it is, nice? It it's just is the really fucking awesome. feeling it where really you're just like, awesome. Woo! I know. I need to start. And doing I don't. That. I, I, I really want to kind of like investigate that feel. Like, what? It, what is? Is it like? Is it like? Why do we like organization? Can we talk about that? Like, is, is there something okay. in the brain? Maybe it's like the OCD in all of us where. Maybe we don't want to take the time to organize a closet or organize a, a house or whatever. But when you walk into a house that's organized or a closet oh, that's yeah. organized, you're just like, it just fucking feels oh, good. I hate having to organize. I love it when everything is organized. Of course. Yeah. I don't think anyone would argue that. It's right. just, it, it, it fe- you feel like, and I know Jordan Peterson like talks about this sort of shit. He's like, make your bed. I, well, he's Canadian. That was a horrible Canadian accent. Um, but he, he I, I think it's about task make completion. A. Yeah, a boat. Make your bed a boat. Yeah. Um, I think that there's something just about, I don't know, when when the room is organized, like your life is organized, you feel, I, I think it, it sets your mind up to be more productive. I agree. Because I, I feel like we're, uh, humans are, are pretty um, affected by like the feng shui of an area. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to work in like a dirty, messy room, it's just, they're going to be, at least for me, would be extremely distracting and it's not a very inviting environment. Right. Whereas like there's nothing better than being like a freshly made bed, rooms clean, clothes are put away and you're like doing some work on the computer and you're like, ah, yeah. it's so nice. I agree. Or it's not just girls candle that are lit. like that. Yeah, you got TV a candle on lit. in the background. Yeah, you got, you know, maybe a cat that scratched the shit out of you right next to you no, and being nice. Nobody, no, nobody wants a cat in their house. You guys see my tits? I got cleavage. Jesus, you can't do that. Oh. Cleavage from a fucking scratch. They tried to hug the... It was Gouda, too. Which... Wait, that's your cat. I know. What we, happened? We, we just haven't been spending very much time together. What'd you do to it? I grabbed it, and I was trying to hold it. And then I, you know, gave it a little too much space, I guess. And Oh, you didn't commit? It launched me. It launched off me. Thank God I didn't scratch my face, but it scratched the shit out of my... Just right where cleavage would be, that's where I got. That's where oh, I got. Oh, you got a cleavage scar. Yeah, it started bleeding profusely, so my tits were bleeding. Little tit area. Yeah, it's not tits, but yeah. Sternum, yes, thank you. Sternum. Did the ants bite there too? No, I'm a mess. I got blisters on my feet. I got bites what? on my ass. I got eaten out by ants. Your Seven Eleven feet have blisters now too. Yeah, and then I got I got thirty I got twenty eight bites all over my body. Oh, you didn't count being them? outside for ten ten minutes. <laughs> And then I got a uh, bloody tits. So I mean, it was a great wow. weekend, but also wow. you know I'm, I'm in, in some discomfort. You're not a discomfort. mess at all. My my bed's made though. Holy shit! My bed's made though. Oh, congratulations! My bed is made. You probably got tip blood on it. No, <laughs> and you probably got tip blood on it and freaking. Can you guys see hey, that? Hey, careful! <gasps> Listen, there's nothing there. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, and pustule fucking juice all over your bed. And fucking greasy hair. Oh, you can't see anything. Or my tits. It's really sad. I just saw the delay and it was oh. really embarrassing. And uh, fucking toe jam. Ew. 
juice all over your It's not toe jam. Fucking... What the fuck are you saying? It was a, bl- a blister. Blister fucking juice all over your back. And listen, it was one, it was a blister, and it was here's the thing with blisters. Oh. This is this is my theory on blisters. It it was it was only going to get worse. It was only going to get more blistified. Okay. So I popped both of them, and they were on like the same toe on you know each foot. And I popped both of them, and it st- oh, okay. stung like a bitch, and it really hurt, and it was kind of uncomfortable this morning. Would you would you poke them with? I, <laughs> I just ripped it. So you didn't use like an instrument? No, I just like ripped it open, and then oh, just, that's why it hurt. Well, I mean, it would hurt anyways. But I just wanted to expose the skin because once you start to expose the skin, I mean, it's really sensitive because it's tender. But then it you know it calluses and closes up, and then it it, it hardens from like when you know wearing socks or. Whatever. And it, it's painful, but then you get over it quicker. Like, I want to be over this. I don't want it, the blister to get worse and worse and worse and worse, and then you, eventually you have to pop it. Yeah. It's like, just fucking pop it and move on with our lives. So, yeah, I let it air dry, but it, it was stinging. It was stinging. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. I'm not going to be able to out. Oh, you did it last night. Minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last night. It hurt, but it was okay. That's okay. Everything's all right. Um, this week, we got a lot of fucking DNA. We got a lot of things this week going on. Uh, Kevin's Law is back. For those that don't know, three hours, 4 to 7 p.m. Oh, Eastern time. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, I'm getting my hair did. I'm oh, excited about. Shit. I've been talking a big game about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come. Fuck this hair. Yeah. Can't I'm wait gonna... to see you in a bob on Thursday. A lob. But I, I'm really fucking sick of my long hair. I really don't like it. it Shut up. I, I know. And I'm all about like long hair, Willie, but. I uh, I want to cut off like at least six seven inches. I think. Watch me get in there. I'm like, just one centimeter, please. Uh, but no, I'm gonna cut it off. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I'm gonna let Jose do his thing. Okay. Hopefully he doesn't fuck it up. We'll see how we go. Uh, what if he burns your hair off? It's the risk I'm willing to take with my Groupon that I got for over fifty percent off. What it do? Let's go, Jews. I'm I'm like trying to picture you bald. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, and then Friday we have Lummy and Ashley's Lashley's baby shower, which is really exciting. That'll be fun. I'm very, very excited about <laughs> Just that. Just in case your hair falls off, we got something covered. <laughs> before you. I've always wanted to be a blonde. So, uh, make sure is? you, uh, uh, in about nine minutes, we're releasing something on YouTube. What was it again? Uh, Bubba's video on YouTube. Bubba's video on YouTube. He's got a video. It's releasing. We release videos every day, even Saturday and Sunday on YouTube um, at noon. So make sure you are following the Bubba Army on YouTube. Make sure you listen to us on Twitch, which obviously all of you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And make sure you listen to us uh, terrestrial every day as well. 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Standard Time. Okay, that's enough. I think we've done enough talky-talky for now. Um, It's time for me to go force a workout. And then actually, Uh uh, I'm going to... Do ceramic stuff. I'm going to paint ceramics because eat, pray, love, bitch. I got cats that hate me, that scratch me. And then you're going to go paint some fucking mugs? I'm going to paint. I don't don't know if it's necessarily going to be a mug, but it's going to be a good time. Have fun. This is terrible. That's fine. Time for us to leave. Let's thank you so much for your time. For sure. Uh, Thank you to everybody that was listening, tuning in, commenting. Someone's calling now, but you're too late. We got the outro music playing. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Goodbye.
say something. 